Welcome into the State of the Division podcast. This is the NL Central. My name is Clay Snowden. No Ethan today. Ethan was out um, at the Marlins game, Lone Depot Park. Beautiful park, from what I've heard. Um, Covering the Marlins. There's a lot going on there with the issues in the locker room, a uh, players meeting, and all kinds of a mess in Marlins land. But hey, always go fish for Ethan and Arm, right? We're going to dive in. This will be probably a little bit shorter episode than usual. We're just going to go ahead and dive into the NL Central, starting with the standings. And no, this is not a repeat of last episode. It's just the standings haven't changed. Not once. We're looking at the Brewers in first place, 33 and and 25. The Cardinals in second place, 32 and 26. That's one game back. Pirates in third place at 24 and 30, seven games back. Cubs in fourth place, 23 and 33, nine games back. Reds, the caboose, 20 and 37, 12 and a half games back. My God, what are the Reds doing? We're going to look at each one of these teams, um, kind of the traditional setup that we do, traditional routine here, breaking down um, some stories from each team and stats from the past week. Um, I'm recording late Thursday night. However, all of these stats are from Thursday mid-afternoon. Let's go ahead and kick it off with the Brewers. The Brewers won two of three in Baltimore before dropping two of three in Chicago over the past week. And hey, we might finally be seeing what Ethan and I have been saying. The offense just not doing enough. Um, I know we sound like Brewers haters. We're really not. It's, 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 I guess you can call it a bit. I don't really know if it's a bit. We're not married to it. But um, over the last seven days, Christian Yelich, former MVP, 158 average. Tyron Taylor, 105 average. Julio Urias, 0.077 average. Lorenzo Kane, 0 for 10. And Peterson is 176. Jace Peterson, 176. Um, Rowdy Telez was really the only one showing a lot of offense with a 348 average. However, it's only one extra base hit a double. For a guy like Telez, who you're expecting to bring power to the lineup, man, you, you got to have a little bit more than that. Uh, he's been pretty good on this season. It just feels like that offense needs more, man. I'm just keep looking at it and thinking they need to make a move. They really do. The pitching carried them last year. I know this sounds redundant. I know we say this a lot, but things have changed. Things have changed. Brandon Woodrow's been injured. Freddie Peralta's going to miss a majority of this season. Who knows what his timetable's looking like. But, of course, someone else steps up, right? The Brewers are just a pitching factory at this point. Eric Lauer has been huge for them. 2.38 ERA, 1.11 whip. Picking up the slack. And the young gun, Aaron Ashby. If you don't know who Aaron Ashby is, you don't follow Pitching Ninja, one of the better accounts on Twitter. Aaron Ashby's all over that. He threw a pitch last, or I guess it was earlier this week. Maybe it was last week. And I've never seen a pitch move this way. He's a lefty. It was moving arm side up and away. And just like, I I mean, it, it looks like one of those wiffle ball pitches, you know, when it just has movement that doesn't make sense. That's what it looked like. Fun player to watch. Um, See how far he can take the Brewers with Ashby picking up some slack. Josh Hader finally gave up a run. Finally. We are in June, folks. June. Still a great pitcher. Not sure if he's a great human or not. But next up, 
for the Brewers. They go to Washington and then to the New York Mets, one of the best teams in baseball. So you get one of the worst teams in baseball in Washington and one of the best teams in baseball with the Mets. We'll see what the Brewers do. Looking at the second place St. Louis Cardinals. Still don't really know what to make of this team. I know Ethan and I kind of like them. Um, They've done the route of, and I like this route. I think this is smart. I think this is smart. You know, you're two June, you realize your roster needs some more pieces. Instead of just rolling out the same guys or overpaying right now for a player to trade, you know, trades just don't happen right now. They happen closer to the deadline. The only trades you see kind of earlier in the season are typically very low in trades or MLB for MLB. Adama's trade helped both teams immediately. Those type of trades you may see from time to time. Cardinals brought up a lot of young prospects. Um, Brendan Donovan's a guy who I kind of like. Um, pretty athletic kid and can play a few different spots in the field. Um Nolan Gorman, second baseman that they brought up, has flashed at times and looked great. Three hit games, multi-home run games type. Um, This past week, he struck out nine of his 20 at-bats. Starting to cool off a little bit. I know Aram Layton um, talked about how he was worried about Gorman being able to catch up with velocity, I believe. He he has plenty of concerns about Gorman. Um, So we'll, we'll do the wait and see with Gorman right now. We're not going either way. Tyler O'Neill is back. Tyler O'Neill, did, did people forget about him? Terrific season last year. Terrific season. Expected huge things this year. Really cold start. Went on the IL. Um, since he's come back, he has hit a home run. It's only been two games. Um, you know, it, it's a big boost to their lineup. I expect him to get closer to 2021 form than beginning of this year form. And you're adding a big bat in the middle of the order that that they really need right now. Tommy Edmond's still playing well. I, I don't know how good Tommy Edmond is. I love his game. I love watching him play, and I hope he's an all-star um, caliber player. I just don't know if he is, but he's playing short right now and holding his own. Um, Harrison Bader's been on fire. 12 hits this past week. Good for a 414 average. He's starting to find a stroke. But the question with him is always the same. It's always the same. You know he's going to bring elite defense. You know he's going to swipe bags. I think he has like 14 steals this year. Speed, defense, what the hell's the bat? That's the story with him. Um, Last year he had a couple of these hot streaks as well. If he could just become like a 250 hitter, I know that that is like over league average right now. Um, With some pop, it just needs to be consistent from him. Still a good player. Um, Dakota Hudson had a good start this week. Seven innings of two hit hit ball. Um, the Cardinals have been finding pitching from players who you don't necessarily expect. Um, young arm Matthew Libertor. I finally learned how to pronounce his name. He hasn't been great. 5-5-4 five, five, ERA, one seven seven whip. Um, it's so early with them, you know. I'm not really ready to say one thing in either directions. But... Miles Michaelis, the story of the beginning of the Cardinals season, starting to cool off a little bit. Last three starts, he's given up four earned runs, six earned runs, and three earned runs. Now, who do the Cardinals have up next? They have 
at home the Reds, at home the Pirates. Could this be? Could this be the first time we see a shakeup in the standings? It's been the same all year long. The exact same. Could the Brewers struggle against Washington? Doubtful. Struggle against the Mets? Yeah, they very well could. And could the Cardinals take care of business against the Reds and the Pirates to propel them into first place, even if it's for a short amount of time? I don't know. I want to see it just so we have some change in this damn podcast. Moving on to the third place, Pirates. Won two of three against the D-backs, lost both in Detroit. Quick little two-game set in Detroit. Um, They've gone full youth movement. Um, We're still waiting for O'Neal Cruz. And who knows when that'll happen sooner than later, the super two deadlines coming up. So um, he should be up. I want to talk about Jack Sawinski. Jack Sawinski came over from, from the Padres and he's a corner outfielder, um, has some really good speed, pretty good fielder. And he has some pop first month. He was up. He was pretty bad. And I wrote an article that came out today, which is Thursday. You can still check it out on JustBaseball.com about ranking the Rookie of the Year candidates. And I put Jack Sawinski at third for the NL. And that seems like a dark horse. It is a dark horse. Counting stats are big with those type of awards. Jack Sawinski, he already has seven home runs. Seven home runs. As many as Julio Rodriguez, one less than the rookie leader, um, Jeremy Pena in Houston. Jackson Winsky's got a good bat. He's improved each month. Um, two home runs this past week, 17 total bases. Jackson Winsky, remember the name. Cal Mitchell came up as well. Um, I, I've heard nothing but great things about Cal Mitchell. I don't know if he's just like the best dude in the world, if he's just the most likable person, but hearing a bunch of good things. Two home runs this week as well. A couple young rookies in the outfield. We love to see it. Now, in between those two, is Brian Reynolds, who just continues to struggle. His batting average is far too, I, I think it's around 220, um, 225. Just not getting it done. Not getting it done. What the hell is Brian Re- Reynolds going forward? Um, you know, you can't, you know, the trade that everyone wanted in the preseason, I don't really know what type of value he has now, but can't be the same. Michael Ch- Chavez is kind of, come back to earth as well. But Contreras is who I want to talk about. Ricky starting pitcher came over from the Yankees, has looked legit. 1.93 ERA, 1.03 whip. Um, most of the pitching prospects for Pittsburgh are going to be coming up, I believe, next season, later this year. Um, there's going to be plenty of space in the rotation. Zach Thompson's really the only one that's showing promise besides Contreras. Um I'm not a Mitch Keller believer or any of the others, especially, you know, Jose Quintana would be traded likely, or um, I I just don't see him making it all the way through the season with Pittsburgh. So Contreras definitely got to keep an eye on, but Tyler Beatty, former Vanderbilt um, pitcher and Giants pitcher picked up off waivers this year, zero runs in five of his past six outings. Now that one caveat is that one outing he had, he gave up four runs, but Um, The Pirates coming up have at home versus the Giants, at home versus the Cubs. That's a four-game set. Moving into the fourth-place Cubs, dropped three of four to the Cardinals, and then lost one 
one to Baltimore. Um, the other game was postponed. It was a little quick two-game set. Listen, I'll talk about Christopher Morrell again. That's all I do is talk about Christopher Morrell. Check out Christopher Morrell, uh, JustBaseball.com article I wrote last week. I wrote about him in fantasy. I wrote about his own article. I've talked about him on the Not Gambling Advice show. Um, I'm a fanboy. I'm not afraid to admit it. He's so fun. If you haven't watched him, he, like if you're a Cardinals fan and you're sitting here, well, you probably just watched him. Actually, if you're a Brewers fan and you're listening, check out um, Christopher Morrell. Right, I think you'll like him. Um, Ian Happ's killing the ball. 391, 444, 652 this past week. They've got to trade him, right? I mean, you've got to just capitalize on his value. It's it's high right now. Um, he's shown a little bit of center field too, which is always interesting. Um, Frank Schwindel's picking it up. Maybe a typical streak for him. Then he'll go back to being cold. Over the last 30 days, Frank Schwindel, 271, 322. 505, six home runs and seven doubles. A couple young arms came up and got some starts for the Cubs. Matt Schwarmer got the start six innings of two-hit ball. Let's go, Schwarmer. Caleb Killian, top prospect, um, top pitching prospect for the Cubs, made his debut five out, or excuse me, five innings, bit shaky, um, three hits, three runs. David Robertson's who we got to talk about here. He may be the best reliever on the trade market come the deadline. If he keeps this up, 37 years old, injuries have derailed him the past few years. Looking dominant, 1.66 ERA, 0.92 whip. And man, listen to this schedule the Cubs are about to face. At Yankees, at Padres for four games. Holy shit. Good luck, Chicago. They're going to be really rushing to get back to the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. And struggling in last place, the Cincinnati Reds. Dropped three of four to the shitty Nationals and then split a four-game set with the D-backs. As if their record wasn't bad enough, Tyler Stevenson is going to be out four to six weeks. Tyler Stevenson is the catcher for the Reds, and he has looked amazing this year. Tons of upside in that bat. Um, he was catching runner on first, so I don't know if this was him being lazy and getting ready to throw a guy out if you're stealing, but his his throwing arm was exposed, and a foul ball hit it. That's just like day one, don't do that as a catcher. Tuck that behind you. Going to be tough to replace him. Brandon Drury is somehow still a good hitter. This past week, 435, 458, 826 with three home runs. Let's go, Brandon Drury. Listen, Kyle Farmer's playing well. Um, Red's Twitter is split on how they feel about Kyle Farmer. I think he'll get traded. Nixon Zell's starting to produce some. Keep an eye out on that because that hasn't happened in years. Joey Votto, three home runs over the past week, starting to heat up as he always does once the weather gets warmer. And lastly, we'll talk about the young pitching. Graham Ashcraft was dominant. Two starts over the past week, 13 innings and one run. He is looking so damn good. And if you have not watched him pitch, watch him pitch. He doesn't strike, strike guys out, like at all. Hardly at all. Pitches to soft contact that can't hit his gyro ball, fastball, cutter. I don't care what you call it. It's awesome. Hunter Green went seven innings, 
of one hit ball. Hunter Green flashed. He flashed what he can be a true ace if he puts it all together in the future. It's going to take time. This is a building block here for the Reds. Um, enjoyed while you can. Those pitchers are going to be more and more and more in the news and discussion because Luis Castillo and Tylee Mallard trade rumors are not slowing down. Check out JustBaseball.com. A lot going on over there. Um, some fantasy articles, gambling articles. We have KBO. KBO articles. You can gamble, and they play like early morning, late night. You can wake up to a winner. Um, sounds pretty enticing to me. But check out JustBaseball.com. Once again, I'm Clay Snowden. This is the NL State of the Division, and I am out.